Hello, I'm Nancy Sharon Collins, Letters Red Director, wrapping up the 2021 Doing Business in New Orleans season with another incubator-style podcast, an informal production with stuff found along the way that may or may not fit into full-length Letters Red, Louisiana, and New Orleans-centric programming. I was reminded of this material while researching the Clay Shaw story. That story is postponed for next year. I refer to Shaw more than once in this reading because there's a, there's a rhyme, a theme that repeats here and in Clay Shaw's narrative. I read throughout and begin. 2008, I was visiting assistant professor Loyola University, New Orleans, teaching graphic design history, type and design for music industry majors. With the local chapter of a National Association for Design, I put together a panel discussion. The subject was business and entrepreneurship. I wanted to float the notion that artists are entrepreneurs and thought listening to what makes a businessman, Nathan Feldman, and an artist, Michelle Verisco, tick might be useful to young designers and students entering creative and entertainment fields. There's a link to the website for that discussion in the text of this broadcast. Oh, by the way, Verisco is now a Letters Red Executive Advisor. From Michelle's email archives. <clears throat> Sent Sunday, January 13, 2008. From me to Michelle. Subject, Friday and stuff. Hi, here are the questions I rigged up for the panel discussion. Just suggestions, Nancy. The questions. I was born in, my parents were, my earliest memory was, our neighborhood was, I went to school where, my hobbies were, my first job was, a brief overview of my professional career to date is, and I knew that I wanted to be a fill-in-the-blank because dot, 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 and etc. Like Shaw, Mr. Feldman served in the military overseas, an experience influencing both men. For that 2008 Loyola discussion, Nate prepared. He wrote out longhand responses to the panel questions. That document begins, and I read. Born February 24, 1928, Luxembourg. Migrated to United States March 1935 at age seven. Became interested in sports and business. My uncles had several department stores in Detroit and Hamtramck. I worked on weekends as stock boy and helped sales girls rep packages and ring up cash registers. I was very eager to move ahead with sports and social activities, especially in high school. I lettered in baseball and football, became president of my 12th grade class, was advertising manager of the school newspaper, served on student body, all the while working on weekends to earn spending money. My parents were poor. In order to keep up with just bare necessities, we rented out one of the bedrooms in our flat. Nathan, Nate Feldman, was my dad. Normative, white, Detroit businessman in the army surplus and used clothing export business. The rag trade, as it was once known to a post-war America. Before the internet, before cell phones. Typewriters even were analog. A time when the willingness to travel internationally provided profound opportunities. And this was before commercial jets. Again, I read Nate's biography. World War II was raging, and some of my classmates joined the military before they graduated. I was eager to enlist, but my folks insisted I complete my last year of high school. 
In January of 46, six months after Japan surrendered, I enlisted in the U.S. Coast Guard. I never dreamt that I would be serving my country in far-off places like Hawaii, Guam, Japan, and Ulithi Atoll. Most people never heard of Guam or Ulithi. Upon discharge in October of 1947, I enrolled in Wayne State University, located in Detroit. Having tasted some travel while in the Coast Guard, I decided to major in international trade. Upon graduation in 51, I went job hunting. I answered every want ad and had no results. I find Dad and Shaw's story to be about this country's encouragement to provide a post-war consensus among individuals such as Dad and Shaw. How? After World War II, rebuilding Europe and the world was a momentous task. U.S. led the way. With it came change promoting American economic and political dominance. Consensus was built among individuals intrepid enough to try. Sometimes, thread by thread in Dad's case, and network by network in the case of Shaw. The lure of the exotic and the promise of prosperity. These initiatives were not new. International trade is as old as the incense, spice, and silk routes of ancient lands. Nate again. After many weeks of searching, I decided to take whatever I found to at least pay for my living expenses. For the next few months, I collected insurance premiums, kind of installment insurance, some of my income helped make things easier for my folks. A little history. 1948 to 51, after World War II, the U.S. put in place the Marshall Plan to rebuild Western Europe. As the Cold War developed, it was replaced by the Mutual Security Plan until 1961. Dad again. <clears throat> in February or early 1951, I knocked on the office door of an old red brick warehouse advertising Help wanted. I had no idea what I would find, nor what job was available. The sign simply read, Midwest Waste Material Company, dealers in rags and wiping cloths. An elderly gent came out to greet me with an inquisitive look. I can still remember his first words. Quote, what can I do to help you earn a living? Close quote. His name was Eli Newark and from the first meeting I became involved in the export business in a most unique way. The company offered me 50 bucks a week to educate myself in the rag business. The owners of the company were looking to expand their domestic customer base by sorting good, usable clothing from the usual used clothing sold at the thrift stores, Salvation Army and the like. There was a tremendous oversupply in America, so it was decided that I would take a trip to determine what we could do by selling good, inexpensive used clothing overseas. My dream began to fall in place. I flew to far-off places that even I had never heard about. Niger, Cameroon, Togo, Lomi, Kano, Leopoldville, Brazzaville, Luanda, Sada Bandieri, and dozens more. On November 3, 1961, President John F. Kennedy signed the Foreign Assistant Act, quote, an act to promote the foreign policy, security, and general welfare of the United States by assisting peoples of the world in their efforts toward economic development and internal and external security, and for other purposes, close quote. Thus, a new economic order was forged by America and American interests worldwide, a consensus formed by individuals such as Nate and Shaw. 
After Dad died, I chronologically organized the artifacts of his export adventures. Passports, postcards, dime store photographic prints from his Olympus pen half-frame 35mm camera, ephemera from all over Western Europe, Africa, South Asia, and Far East. Dad again. Frequent and lone trips gave me the necessary tools that I could never have found in any classroom, but I did receive the basis to understand international banking, transport, packing, and a host of other information. Over a period of some 40 years, I circled the globe many times, even in propeller aircraft. Since the mid-50s and into the 60s, the demand for used clothing in third world countries greatly increased. To oversimplify our business is difficult, but in a nutshell, here goes. A, we bought by weight only soft goods from surplus collected by charitable institutions. No plastic, no appliances, no hardware, no metal. B, the rags were then sorted piece by piece by hand into various categories. Men's shirts, men's pants, men's and ladies' overcoats, sweaters, ladies' dresses, and dozens of other items. Depending on the customer, we either sold the item by weight or by piece. C. Individually, each was baled, banded, and stenciled. D. The order, once complete, was shipped by railroad or truck to seaport loaded onto a cargo ship. Over the years, I've retained photos of some of my adventures. To this date, I still have a few customers remaining from the good old days. The good old days. I remember one of the last times I sat with him. We were watching television, world and domestic news, not cheery. The US looks like a mess. I asked him how he felt about what we were watching on the news. He said something like, I remember when the American dollar meant something good. It's my memory that dad did business in countries where American opportunity was. Western Europe and Japan after World War II, Africa and South Asia in the 60s and 70s. His story is not unique. It's the story of how the United States provided an environment for a new post-war consensus among individuals like Dad, Clay Shaw, and others. A new order generated by using the actions of thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands of individuals seeking opportunities, reimagining the world a world in United States political and economic favor. My dad provided his family with a very nice privileged life and I am the product of this. His story illustrates how one man's initiative wove a tapestry, thread by used thread, helping to position the United States as a world power in the second half of the 20th century. Always, so it seems to me, concurrent with insurrections overseas and after World War. It's a story of how individual opportunity, Clay Shaw and my dad's, coincided with political and economic priorities within our government and international trade. In context, because that's my job as Letters Read Director, United States business, meaning back then the trade of goods overseas for currency, was the first boots on the ground before the military went and sometimes after. Epilogue. There's family lore that dad was CIA and evidence Shaw was. I mentioned this common thread to David Zelkind, friend and Frenchman art and books proprietor. He quipped rather quickly, 
Why is it that everyone in international trade is assumed to be CIA? Golly, I don't know. Do you? Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Michelle. And to Dad, posthumously. To all Letters Read listeners and supporters, it's never too late to donate to our project. Link in the text or type lettersread.net forward slash donate forward slash all lowercase in your browser. And Happy New Year!